Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely want to get with you on the performance management stuff and kind of see if we can, you know, uh, I want to hear your ideas and show you kind of what ours looks like, because I think that's going to drive a lot of success. For and, sure. And uh, um, because we just we have a culture of accountability, but we probably have way too many sales reps that should have been on pips that aren't on pips. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I look at it, when I look at a sales rep, kind of our viewpoint on a sales rep is there's four pillars, right? You got your attitude and your work ethic that's on them. And then you got your skill set and strategy. So what we think is, you know, they've got to bring this, the attitude and work ethic. It's our job to give them the skill set and strategy. Now they have to, you know, have some sort of cognitive ability. That's one thing that we've noticed is like, you know, if they don't have the cognitive, cognitive ability to solve problems uh they're probably never going to work out anyway even yeah. if they are bringing that attitude and work ethic but we test on that before we hire them but you know if they're if they, i have a person who's smart and they're struggling but they're working their butt off they've got their positive attitude mm -hmm. about it i'm gonna have a hard time cutting that person For when they're sure. you know because i think eventually they're gonna it's all gonna click and it's gonna work out and i've seen it so many times yeah I, the first two are so important and I, I have a funny story so it was a guy who worked at hro his name's edgar and you know he, he's crushing it for us now but he was a uh, he was an appointment setter um and was terrible on the phone like but the guy would come in and grind he would be there all day long but unfortunately he just like we're like i can't keep him over here but we put him over at wealthy investor he was a, he was a setter for us and now he was like our number one guy for tickets this last this last event he's closing some of our small courses and it just took time right and, and also put him in the right seat right i don't think he would have been successful in uh, negotiating with sellers, especially at that time, maybe now possibly, but like the, the wealthy sales a little bit easier and at least like setting the appointments a little bit easier. It's a lot yep. more, like it's just a easier sale. Yeah. Right. Sure. But the, the two things like that you just mentioned are just the intangibles. You have to have the work ethic and the drive. And if you have those things, then, you know, I'll, we'll find a place for you somewhere. Yeah. And, or we'll just train you and, you know, provide you with the skills and the resources and all that stuff too. Yeah. Even if they're getting the results, if they don't have the attitude and work ethic, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, I'm, we're going to part ways Oh yeah, because I used to have this belief when we would, I, I would felt like we were handcuffed by certain people because we thought yes. they were so good. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my business partner, you know, cause he's been through this before Ren, he told me, he was like, someone will step up. It's like, we cannot have this cancer in our organization yes. that is being negative, talking about leads, bad, talking about everything bad, mm -hmm. talking behind our back someone will step up and sure enough when we cut that person someone did step up exactly and uh it's, it was a great learning lesson for me it's like i don't care how good they are if they don't align from a value standpoint and they're not bringing a good attitude to work every day like it's just not going to work out a thousand percent and we actually so we we have our four main core values that we've had for like four years you know train daily play fair serve others and no ego this year we actually just added a new one which is faith right and but it's faith in the mission faith in the company, faith in, you know, the things that we're doing, because same thing, we've, ha we've had people that we've held on to for so long that are complaining about the leads, that are complaining about all the changes, complaining about, it's like, guys, either you're in or you're not. Yep. And if you're not, totally fine. I know we're a tough company to work for because we demand a lot out of people. And like I mentioned, we have the changes, um, you know, leads, leads sometimes do suck, but like there's way, there's opportunities to go make, make that money, go drive revenue. Um, so for us, it's like just faith in what we're doing and, and that adding that core value has been huge for us because now the people who are here are committed, they're bought in and, you know, now we're able to you know, go drive revenue because the most important thing is just belief in 
the product service company. Yep. If you don't have that, then you're not going to win. Yeah. And I, I, I love that. I love that you added that because, you know, we've talked about, you know, going back into the drawing board on our core values and reevaluate because things change, right? Mm-hmm. You know, your vision changes, what you want in someone change, your values can change. Um, and, you know, thinking about like that, you know, sales rep that was an absolute cancer, like, what that causes in your organization is so disruptive mm-hmm. because not only is he going to do it, but he's teaching the next person to do it and the next person to do it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you got a culture of a bunch of complainers that are just negative every day and they're just, you know, not happy to be there. And so that was, that was one strong realization I had when we had to cut, you know, our top rep. Yep. And, uh, but, you know, like my partner said, someone stepped up and more people stepped up. Mm-hmm. We've had a few employees going through some personal things. You know, I had a one employee getting a bad car accident, oh, one going through some struggles. And, you know, I was worried about it from a contract standpoint. And uh, last week we had an acquisition rep close six deals in wow. one, one week. And sure enough, somebody stepped up. And that's, that's just how it works. You know, when you got a good team environment of people rowing in the right direction, going towards one goal, you get that type of results when when somebody has something happen, you know. Yeah. And it's a scarcity school. mindset too. Yeah, hundred you know I mean? percent. Like that, that's because we were like that too with with some of our reps, where it's like, dude, like they brought in like two million dollars for us last year. Like, how can I cut this person? But once we have like a recruiting pipeline and funnel, like, dude, like people are chomping at the bit to work for us. Like we yeah. we, we should, and it's a great opportunity. It's great money. Like we shouldn't have to worry about you know, these people and and we can just cut them. So yeah, it's just for us, we had a scarcity mindset for a little bit. And then also we've just beefed up our recruiting pipeline. So now it's like, dude, if you're, you're, you're kicked to the curb, if you're not hitting it. So yeah, we get it. Speaking of recruiting, Uh I would say I would attribute a ton of my success to that department that we have. Oh, for sure. Um, you know, I used to think, you know, we don't need an in-house recruiter. We don't hire that many people. I can do it on the side and I can hire, you know, my friends and referrals <laughs> and things like that. And once we got someone like in-house that is headhunting salespeople, that was literally the game changer for us. Yep. And he literally will go out and contact people that are working at a job, super happy and go out and get them for us because we can offer a, a better comp plan or we can offer a better environment, whatever that is. And that was the game changer for us. And it's not just putting out a bunch of ads on Indeed and waiting for people to come in and apply. It's going out and headhunting yeah. great people because typically the best people, they're locked up. They got jobs, right? Mm-hmm. The people that are looking for jobs, those are not <laughs> yeah, the there's people. A reason. Yeah, exactly. And, and that, that was a, a, a big paradigm shift for me of of how we went about recruiting we're actually about to add a second recruiter in-house because uh, it's it's just it's a game changer being able to you know constantly be bringing in a players into your organization and leveling up your team you know even from a a divisional standpoint we've had three directors of title in in a year and what that department looks like now from a year ago is so different we found you know we had a, a girl she wasn't the right person for the job we replaced her with someone who we thought was the person for the job and she's she was good but she couldn't solve the ultimate issues that we were wanting out of that department. Then we got someone else and just moved her to a closing coordinator role. And now, you know, in that first month he came in, he cleared 350 K worth of title issues wow. that would have probably sat in there and, and, and we would have never realized that revenue. So that mm-hmm. guy literally in month one gave us 350 K extra revenue that we never would have had. That's huge. And, and you know, that person will probably clear a total of, you know, $2 million in revenue for us every year that we would never be able to see because we didn't have, you know, 
advanced title abstract you know whatever Knowledge, he does yeah. i don't even know, i don't even i don't even know <laughs> you don't need to know <laughs> yeah but he he literally we bring in the closing process in-house and that's something so different that we do from everybody else's we don't rely on a title company or a closing attorney to do the work for us we clear title in-house we pull the abstracts we examine them we get all the things we need to he you know just the other day he was at jail you know meeting with somebody to get a signature wow. he's hunted down you know 12 heirs to sign an air airship affidavit and that's like you know that's the reason why we add an extra you know 150 200k a month is because of him we mm-hmm. wouldn't have it versus everybody else they let their deals die due to mm-hmm. title issues we yeah. figure them out that's smart yeah. I, I, yeah that's something that we'll probably try to implement too because that's a huge piece of revenue that we definitely miss out on for it's, sure it's generally the biggest deals yeah generally the the deals with the nastiest title issues are the biggest deals and i honestly believe you know from a wholesaling perspective that's why we make the big bucks is mm-hmm. because we're able to clear the most complex issues in real estate Dude, love that and a couple of things that you mentioned too but yeah recruiting it, it's a sales game like if you get a great headhunter in there it changes your business completely because like we believe that like you know great people with average processes will always perform great processes with average people like and, and we've just seen it because we don't have good processes but we have amazing people and they're able to just think critically figure things out and like you mentioned earlier like having an a player in your organization you know immediately when that person's just coming in crushing it like your title guy